are we, are we live? Are we? Why? Why do I uh, always start the podcast, everyone, with that? Are we live? We are. Welcome to the Skinny Jean Gardener podcast. It's the podcast of the century, basically. Uh, the number one gardening phone-in, which tonight is not a phone-in. Do not phone-in tonight because it's the show that everyone's been waiting for. It's the RHS Chelsea Big Review. Um, my opinions on exactly what I saw at the RHS Chelsea Press Day coming up today on the show. Is it worth it? That's the big question. Is it worth, I think, 83 quid? A ticket. Is it worth it? Find out later on the show. Also, um, sad news, everyone. A former guest of the show, John Chellis, Boise. I won't do the laugh. Um, I said he passed last week. And uh, so we're going to a little tribute to him later on the show. And, and everyone, uh, new to the show, but not new to the show, but new feature to the show, Ask Olive. That's right. Each week, we're going to ask Olive, my daughter, a different gardening question. So that's coming up later on the show. So watch out for that as well. Uh, I must say, before we really get into it, thanks to our sponsors, bestdaysvintage.co.uk, works-uk.com, and the School Garden Success Plan, all supporting the podcast. Thank you very much to you. But without further ado, I just love rhyming. I'm like Eminem. Let's hit this. You're beaming positivity and radiance. You look amazing, mate. <gasps> what just happened? Hey, mate. Or, right? I love singing, all right? So I could be a singer, you could be a back and dancer, band. Oh, my God. Oh, I know this. Oh, guys. Right. Oh, my God. Oh. Right, we're just going to have to go off script for a second. Absolutely idiot proof. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Danny! Forget it. Get out of here. That was unexpected. This is a leak on the leak on. The world, not just the UK, the world's favourite gardening phone in podcast. This, this week we're talking RHS Chelsea. Is it really worth it? That's the question. Lee looks at some of the gardens, gives his opinion, and tells you what he really thinks. Here. In the UK. Every last second there of someone playing the piano or whatever that instrument was. Welcome to the RHS Big Review. Not, actually, not the RHS, the RHS Chelsea Flower Show Big Review. I'm your host, Lee Conley. What's going on, everyone? Let me know in the comments tonight, right? Let me know in the comments, because I know a lot of people um, will have opinions. I'll be watching the comments. I know it's not exactly live, um, but I'll be watching the comments 
and seeing what everyone's saying, of your opinions of what you've seen of the coverage of uh, RHS Chelsea. One of the handy things of doing this show is, um, the for some reason, the BBC, they're greedy, and they say, don't take any footage of anything, right? Don't take any footage of um, of Chelsea. We want it. Which means that I, on the podcast, can tell you exactly what I think here in the coziness of the Shedio, everyone. Uh, I'll be taking you for a little bit of a walk around of the show uh, over uh, the next hour. Um, so I hope you enjoy it. If you don't, well, thanks anyway. Uh, five stars review only if you listen to the podcast. Thanks so much to you that listen. Thanks so much to you that watch. Um, right, let's get into it because um, I've got a lot to get through uh, in the next hour. Let's see how we got on. Um, firstly, uh, wow, what a day. I went to RHS Press Day on the Monday. Firstly, big up the team there. What a privilege to be able to walk onto the showground on Press Day with the celebs and me. Uh, it was an amazing day. I've got to say, without a doubt, thanks BBC for not make, making me have to um, do all that videoing and vlogging stuff because uh i really just enjoyed it i took the missus with me and um we just had a lovely day it was a lovely day walking around the showground cup of tea and hand sun sun a blazing yes please um such a great day firstly although i almost didn't get in i know right i did say thanks sam got him my wife got him easy so straight in uh, greened, green carded, I think they said. Red carded me. Not actually on on this day. I was like, well, how can I be amazing? I've said this before about the teams uh, that bring together these shows. Uh, five minutes, it was sorted. Geezer, really friendly on the gates about it as well. <laughs> as if you're, you're sneaking in, still friendly. Um, Texas, and I instantly got in. They said, yeah, that's final through. So big up the team. Very swift uh, um, action there. Uh, but thanks so much to them for, for having us for uh, the press day. Uh, like I say, it was a privilege to be there. Um, so we walked down. We walked straight in. And not, well, not straight in after that. Walked down. And then we walked, um, I think it's called like Main Avenue. I'm not 100% sure if that's what it's called. One of either way. But I, we walked down. Through past the shop bits, which are fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Then we turned right, and then we walked straight down. So you've got the the big uh, marquee, the floral marquee um, on your left, uh, and all them gardens straight down. And straight through to the sanctuary gardens. Now, we're going to get into We've got the, uh, the positivity bell here this week. Um, just in case I get too negative, because it's very easy. Like I understand the hard work that goes into these gardens. I'm here to be a bit of a critic about it, but I do realise as well at the same time, the people that have built these gardens, a lot of work have gone into them, and some geezer in his shed saying, hey, didn't like it. <laughs> it's a bit like, who are you? Um, so this is just my own opinion. Yeah. So uh, if you're watching on the show tonight, uh, you're lucky. Uh, if you're not watching, then don't worry about it. It's fine because you'll actually be visually be able to see what I'm talking about. Firstly, we hit the sanctuary gardens, right? <sighs> now, the first one I come along to was this one. And 
It's called the Bible Society. No, nothing. No, I didn't mean it in that way. The Bible Society, Palm Twenty Three Garden, full of massive boulders. Now, just just in, you got a gold medal. As a as a garden, right? A lot of boulders, a lot of dry walls, a lot of water. It didn't it didn't work for me. I don't know why, but I feel like I go to Chelsea to sort of get a bit of a inspiration and 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 nothing from this garden inspired me. Don't get me wrong, as a garden, there's something that was built in a month for a show for a week and then is dismantled two weeks later. Impressive. Don't get me wrong. Maybe it did deserve a gold medal for that very reason. But it didn't exactly inspire me massively. I don't know what it was. Maybe not enough planting. Maybe the boulders were a bit off. I saw on social media people talking about, well, what is the eco? I'm not going to get into it today. Maybe we'll talk about it another time. The eco-friendliness of bringing these boulders from I don't know where these boulders were from, but Scott maybe someone from Scotland. Um, I don't know. Is it say I mean? I don't know. Um, and I'm not going to get into the mean of the gardens too much because I'm really am looking at them as they are. Uh, because you know there's stories behind each of these gardens, which is amazing. But I'm really looking at them, and 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 that was the first one I come across on these gardens, and you know there was a couple of them like that throughout the showground, which I just felt like were just a bit too much. Just a bit, I don't know, great in their own sense. Like I remember a few years ago when we had that boat. Remember the boat, the canal thing, which was amazing. I think, was it Mark Gregory that did it? Amazing in its own right, but just, you know, not really a, a garden. Do you know what I mean? Walking across from that, though, now, I'm going to really pronounce this wrong. The Finnish, the fi- from Finland, uh, <laughs> Soul Garden. Now, this really cheered me up. And I'll tell you why, for why. Yes, there was a big boulder in it, yeah. Had a lo- lovely little seating area, which I like. Planted up, nice little patio area, nothing too fancy, but lovely planting around it. A lot of trees, a lot of greenery, bit of colour. The masterpiece of this garden was the sauna. Now, this sauna had the illusion, it's on a Deccan, it had the illusion, and it could have been, but I don't think it was, that it was on top of water. There's a little bit of a, a, a pond in front of it, which went underneath the Deccan, which made this sauna look like it was floating on water and i thought not as a sauna apart from my brother he thinks he's going to get a sauna in his new place but you know we're in a new world of outdoor offices or or indoor like working from home maybe not as a sauna but as an outdoor office we do and i've seen this before already we're putting up these sheds in our back gardens these buildings that sit there in the corner tuck it out of the way really makes it part of the garden, makes it something special. It really inspired me. And that's why I love this one. It, it got a silver gilt medal. I don't think that's as good as gold. Obviously not. But um, I think it deserved more. The, the union, the, what is it called? Accordion player. Uh, you know, 
did it for me as well. He was uh, he was loving life on Monday. I don't know if he's there a week, but a um, really great garden. Um, and that got me started. That got me started into, into the RHS show, uh, Chelsea. I knew that we were going to get a little bit of inspiration from it. And we carried on walking. And then I bumped into, and he's not been on the show before, Ed Burnham, right? With finding our way an NHS tribute garden. Now, firstly, this obviously stood out because uh, my wife's a nurse. And so she um, obviously really likes this, this garden for its reason for that reason. But what it's got is an amazing pergola area, very smooth off wood, which is also a water feature. It's very special. A lot of hard landscaping, but the most colourful planting out of the whole show garden. Out of the whole show, this garden had the most colour amongst it. Beautiful colour. Lots of wild, like, I really feel we're going wild with the planting nowadays. Like, really looking good. And, and you know, I saw everyone. I walked over and everyone was sitting, like, on the side of it, like, taking photos. And I was like, well, that's the worst place to take a photo. Come around the end. Get a shot right through that, that pergola. Maybe I'm, I'm using the word pergola in the wrong way. I don't know. But um, I loved it. It really gave me a sense of what I'd like to do with my own spaces that I've got. And um, that water feature element just added to it. They could have not put that water feature element in, but they did. I, I don't get me wrong. I can imagine it cost an absolute fortune for this pergola, for some Essex guy to come along and call it a pergola. It's probably... Um, not what they expected, but really amazing garden. Um, and it, I'm, I've just seen it's got a silver medal this year. Nah, I don't know. Um, it did, I don't think it should have got a silver, but that's just me. Uh, that's just what, what I think. But uh, again, just loads of water in there. A little pond at the end as well. That water feature runs the whole route around. And I've only just realised that from this... Uh, looking at the photos on the show tonight, but you know, you, you're getting around the gardens. I miss some little features, guys. But uh, I love that one. I love it. I'm going to do my top five later. Can you guess? Can you guess what goes into the top five? <laughs> I love this one. I love it so, so much. Um, and though, you know, as a starter, a starter of uh, gardens. I liked it. It was good. It was really good. Um, but then we moved on to the controversial balcony gardens. I'll tell you more after this. Let me interrupt this amazing podcast by saying thank you to one of our sponsors. Works-UK.com have got you covered out in the garden. I don't know about you, but after a hard week at work, I want to get amongst the plants, get my hands in the soil and really get gardening over the weekend. And one of the things that, you know, can be a bit of a chore is cutting the grass. That's the first thing you're going to have to do on a Saturday. Well, not anymore with the help of works-uk.com with their incredible Landroid. You know me, I talk about it all the time. I think robotics in the garden really going to help us get rid of those chores so we can do the fun stuff. And the Landroid from works-uk.com 
Com is the perfect thing to do that. It's really simple to use. It's plug and play, which means you just press go and away it mows. Uh, it's Gardener's World Magazine Best Buy, and it's all controlled through the app. The robot will do all of the work by going out in the garden and cutting your lawn for you. And all those tiny little clippings, that's right, no more chucking the grass into the brown bin, wheeling it down into the driveway so they can go and pick it up. No, no, no. The robot literally cuts the grass throughout the week with the tiniest of clippings, which acts as a natural fertilizer. It doesn't get much better than that. They've also got a range of amazing garden tools to make your life easier and DIY tools too, all battery operated. So it's worth checking out works-uk.com right now for your next garden or DIY job. Big up to works because uh, over the, I mean, like Malvern this week, guys. I've been at Chelsea at the start of the week, Malvern at the end of the week. It's a busy September. Um, Glee the other week uh, without uh, works doing my garden for me. It would look an absolute state. So big up to them. Um, right. Let's get it back into uh, this big RHS Chelsea garden review. Uh, 0742 Not working tonight because uh, we're not actually live but if you want to comment then please do uh we are usually live on thursdays at 7 p.m see you next week for that for that little phone in calm down beddos calm down uh let's get into uh these uh these controversial now maybe you maybe you've seen them maybe you think actually they're not that controversial it's just some balconies and i'll let you be right whack in the comments while i'm talking about this what you think I'll let you be the judge. But firstly, it's the positivity bell. Firstly, yes. Amazing to see small space gardening. Balconies are great. This first one that I'm looking at is called Balcony of Blooms. Probably my favorite one out of the whole lot of balcony gardens. Uh, and it's got a lot of raised beds around the whole of the outside of the railings. Okay. Really fantastic. And then loads of planting. And then in the middle, you've got your seating area. And you can imagine popping out the, the back doors, sitting down, being amongst the plants, not being able to look down at the traffic or whatever's down below, a lot of privacy, and being able to look at the sky. It's exactly what you want, almost as if you're not on a balcony. Really great. And I'd say, did these get, I don't think, uh, Alexandra Noble, big up to you. Uh, did these not get judged then? Maybe they didn't. Now, that was a great one. But does anyone spot some issues with this? If you're going to Chelsea and you see this, message me and let me know. Because I think this is great. But calling it balcony gardens is a little, it feels a little bit off. Do you not think? It feels a bit, because it's four meters long about a metre and a half in and there's trees. If you're on a balcony, you're going to have these big trees there, are you? Because you're going to have someone else above you. And this, the trees sort of hit the hit the bottom. And also, in London, the type of balconies you're getting are probably about a metre by a metre. A little bit by, like the garden that I'm building out the back of uh, the shedio here. Not a four metre by a metre and a half. It's quite a lot. I'm looking at about a five million pound home 
right there for a balcony of that size. It is Chelsea. I hear what you're saying. But it just felt, a, I don't know, a little bit. Maybe it's, it should be renamed as Small Space Gardening. I'm not sure. But that one was a good one. Um, the Arcade, Arcadia one was good. Again, it had a little pagoda, which you probably wouldn't have if you've got a, a home above you. Um, and what was the other one? Green Sky Pocket Garden. Really fantastic as a garden. It wasn't a balcony garden. I'm sorry. It was a small space garden. But it went in the in the balcony one. And I'll tell you why it, it, I don't think uh, it really should be a balcony one. One is, again, because of the trees, the weight of the pots, and also they plant in the floor. You wouldn't plant in a balcony floor, would you? James Smith, coming for you. Beautiful design, small space, but you wouldn't plant in the floor unless it was a £10 million place and maybe they'll let you. I don't know. Um, but I really did like, like, don't get me wrong, there's some great space-saving ideas amongst all of that. And uh, they're really worth checking out. And that's down that main bit. On the opposite side of them gardens, you know, is the incredible stands that are always there. And they're amazing, the setup they do um, next to the, the floor marquee. But um, if you carry on your way down there, what you also see, I don't know if there's a picture. It won't be a picture on here, I don't think. But what you also see is a, an art piece at the end of the balcony gardens, a really fantastic art piece of a transit van which has basically been laser cut out into planting it is special it's it's it's, it's very much like the aeroplane at hampton court that was an art piece um that's chelsea they want to push it too far by putting an aeroplane um outside the uh the royal hospital for the the guys in red to chelsea pensioners that's it thank you <laughs> Um, a transit van laser go. Um, there's some meaning behind. We're not going to get to the meaning of it on the show, but it was special. I liked it. It stood out. It was really great. Um, so as you come down, them first ones, the sanctuary gardens, you get a few little ideas. Some of them a little bit off for me. Uh, and again, the balcony gardens, really fantastic concept. But I think of what and what we said was, we'd like to see some council. Some council uh, balcony gardens. That's what I want to see. That's really what I want to see out there, if you want. Um, but that's just me. That's just me. Uh, I'll tell you one thing, right? It felt accessible. I feel like, you know, I'm, uh, I've talked on the podcast before about possibly doing or wanting to do an RHS show garden, especially Chelsea. I can imagine. Imagine doing a council I'd say it like that. That's what I'd name it. A council balcony garden. If they do a balcony garden next year at Chelsea, I will put it. I'm going to have a look this week. Got enough on the night, but a look this week to see if we can get that done. That's what I want to do. Walk your way round the showground uh, as we're going round that floor marquee, all the way around in a circle, past the, the food bit. We didn't get any food, um, mainly. Uh, I'm going to have a lovely breakfast before and lovely. Uh, a little bit of velvet cake, four quid. Well, you know, it was good velvet cake and a cuppa. Um, but carry on walking your way all the way round past the posh restaurant bit there, and uh, you will hit 
the features area of the show. There was a few other guns, but um, but I won't go into them. The, the, the feature area. Now, let me show you this. I was... That's the positivity belt. I was disappointed with this, if I'm totally honest with you. Um, and let me try and find it, because this was supposed to represent... Uh, it was called the RHS Queen's Green Canopy Garland, I think. Was it called that? It comes up on screen. Yeah. Queen's kind of going. This is meant to celebrate the Queen's going to plant like a billion trees or something like that. I think Mr. Beast has already beat her to it, but she saw that as a YouTube hit and decided, I don't know if that's true. Anyway, the Queen's doing this thing where she wants everyone to plant a tree for a Jubilee. And the RHS, I've come up with a feature garden for that. If I'm honest with you, if uh, Dame Judy Dench weren't cutting the ribbon there, and there weren't a load of cameras about, it's unlike the island part. I could have just walked straight through it and not known it was a feature garden. It was... Well, don't get me wrong. It's been designed... Who designed it? David Dodd. Don't get me wrong. It it was nice. I wouldn't have known it was a garden. I just thought it was a feature. Oh, it was a feature. I don't know. I felt like it could have. we could have done a bit more with that. I feel like it could have been a bit... I don't know. I mean, the Queen couldn't even bother to turn up and, and look at it. She sent the C team in to, to come and uh, check out Chelsea, apparently. But I don't know. I was not I was not impressed. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I was not feeling it. Uh, but don't be deterred by that. Because something that I didn't want to like, but did like, was the BBC One show. And, that, and that's the reason I thought... It's a TV thing. Oh, it's going to be naff, isn't it? Um, the BBC One show and RHS Garden of Hope. It's up there. Could be on the top five. I'm not going to say where or who, <laughs> uh, whether it will. Designed by Arrett Anderson. Um, this is special. This is this really stood out to me. Um. The sculpture, for starters, and I don't know if it's on iPlayer, but I'm sure there was a film about how they put this together. Go check it out, because it's, it's great. But the sculpture is incredible. It, it weaves its way around the whole garden. Uh, it's, it's seating. It's part of the the um, the bridge. There's a little bridge that goes over a nice little pond. It's a little. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but there's a little secret under the pond. If you're going to go and check it out, it's a little secret under there. Um. I loved it. I really loved it. Uh, the paving was incredible. The way that the planting weaved in and out of it, it went between gravel and paving and planting. Uh, the pond was was majestic. Is that a word? The little bridge was lovely. The way that that, that wood weaved throughout the garden. I loved it so, so much. I'm going to put it out there. Last year, they had the, was it? Um, I can't remember what it was called now. The RHS Wild one. Remember that? The, the Duke of something? Duke S? <laughs> Duchess? <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. That was in the same place. Mm, I'm not sure. I think, um, I think I'm liking this one a bit more. I don't know. 
I really like this. I really did. Um, definitely worth it. I reckon it's going to be busy. If you're going to the show, I reckon it's going to be busy to get into this one. It's pretty... Um, it's not the most accessible. <laughs> I think there's only one way in. I might be wrong, but I think there's only one way into this one. Um, but it's really good. I really loved it. Well done, Eric. Like, she's so nice, Eric. I, I think I've talked about her on the podcast before. But... Um, I sat, sat down and had dinner with her once. Not just us two, it was a load of us. But she was such a kind and nice person. But um, amazing design. Just something, something different. This is this is what I was looking for. That little that spark of inspiration of what what maybe you couldn't do totally yourself. But there's ideas in there. Could have just put a pond in the middle, a little bridge over it. Could have just put some normal handbags. But the way that weaves the whole thing weaved together connected it i love that um i really did um so that made up for the feature garden thanks <laughs> i really liked it it was really good uh and then we come around everyone then we come around um to the main gardens now you know i think the main gardens are lucky because they've got a massive tree line behind them, which sort of really does help them. Um, this year, like I said earlier, when with that sanctuary garden, the NHS garden, a lot of colour. This year on their main gardens that go all the way up, very green. Very, very green. Um, I'm looking on, on that because we're on the show. If you listen on the podcast, thanks. Um, but on the show, I've luckily got them on the screen. Lucky I do for these ones. Because some of them, like the Finding Our Way, obviously remembered it. The Finnish Shoal one with the sauna, I remembered it. I can't massively remember these ones. There's there's, there's a couple that I'm going to go through in a sec. But the Bodman Jail one, I'm really sorry. I can't remember it. Um, so I apologise. Then we've got the, the China one. It was nice. Um, Planting-wise, I think, was it the one, was that the China one that had the most water in a garden, I think? I don't know. I don't know about that one. Great structures in it. They were a little bit cool. I like the idea of that. That's really great. Um, but, I don't know. Let's, let me just have a look at this quick. That What's that badge mean? I think it got gold. I like the structures in it. They were inspiring. I'm just not sure. There's a lot of green amongst it. It got best show garden. Wow, there was only about five or six show gardens. I think that was the one with all the water. There's a lot of water amongst that. But just a lot of green. Like, if you look at it, just a lot of... I know it's a garden, but I just feel... Maybe it's the time of year we've got um there's a lot more color uh in may when the show's usually on the big block of green just ugh, if them structures weren't there then i don't know i don't know team as we walk on down this one really did now again nhs nursing all of that thing um all of that thing you know we've got to give it up to to uh, the nhs for uh, the last year and a half, and still going strong. You know, we need we need them 
our lives uh, to crack on with uh, looking after us. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but one of the, you know, the most famous, what an awful uh, way to go into this one. One of the most famous uh, <laughs> uh, nurses has to be at the Florence Nightingale Garden. Uh, a celebration, everyone. The Florence Nightingale Garden. And out of all the show gardens this year, this has to be my favourite. A celebration of modern day nursing. Now, don't get me wrong, maybe a little bit too much paving. That's my only critique of it. The planting was great. Maybe having that paving actually was a good idea because it wasn't just a block of green. The biggest thing, and again, you're not going to like me calling it a pergola, but that's basically what it is. The whole site, and hopefully this one, hopefully this garden moves. I don't know the actual if this is moving to another place. I'd love to know it if it is, and whether they're going to. I'm sure they will put it somewhere around the country, another hospital. But the structures that were over the garden, the pergolas that are over the garden, just showed it. I can't. I don't know how to describe them. I feel like I describe them like flat pack furniture. I don't know. Remember them dinosaurs you get, which you sort of put them together. And they're all just they're out of cardboard, and you pick pick them out of the cardboard, and then you put it together. It's sort of like that, and I'm sure no one come to them and told, said that at the time. It really inspired me. It, again, I don't want to call it a perga, but it it's just a different way of creating a, a shelter, a shade. And out of all the show gardens this year, this has to be my favourite. What did it get? A silver medal. That is a joke, man. That is a joke. Robert Myers designed this. Robert, you've been robbed. Silver medal. This deserved gold. In my eyes, honestly. What a garden. What a garden. Come on. I don't know what their criteria are, but I'm looking at all the gardens. What are the other show gardens getting? Let me have a quick look. So that one got silver. That got a gold. The China, all right. What else? The Bodman Jail got a silver. I wasn't impressed with that one. What else are the other ones? Where are the other show gardens are you? Bear with me, dear listener. The MG Garden got a gold. What? I mean, why am I surprised? The MNG is the main sponsor of the show. I think they get a gold every year. Imagine if they got a bronze. Who? Their gold medal, Harris Bug Studio. It wasn't for me, if I'm honest with you. You know, a few years ago, I was like, oh, it's not really a garden. Remember that one that was like sandy and the big things? At least I remember that one. This one had water pipes around. I don't really understand the meaning behind it. I'm, I'm not reading into it. You shouldn't have to read into it. Probably about saving water or something. I didn't get it. I did. I wasn't a fan of it. All right. I wasn't even. A, I wasn't even a fan of the planting. If I'm totally honest with you, but these big pipes just made no sense. They did again. They weaved, but they had no real purpose. And um. A gold. 
I don't know what the criteria of RHS are, but um, mm. yeah, it's um, up to you, in it. <laughs> it's up to you guys. <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, there we go. Halfway through the show, and I hope you're enjoying it as much as I am. I'm looking good, sure, and feeling better, all because of bestdaysvintage.co.uk. They have the best vintage clothing to make you look amazing in the garden or even when you pop up town. That's right. Uh, if you sign up to their website right now on bestdaysvintage.co.uk, not only do you get 15, yes, 15% off. You also get a weekly well-being email, which will make you giggle, maybe a few little interviews amongst there too, and also make you think about your mental health. They've recently just launched a new counselling area at their flagship store and also offer free, yes, free Thursday morning group sessions. So you can come along and just let it all out. Not, well, not all of it out, but you know, have a little chat. It really does help. Bestdaysvintage.co.uk. Look good, feel better. Head over there right now for that 15% off and that weekly email. Big up to our supporters. If you want to support the podcast, uh, you can from January 2022. Uh, get in contact, Lee, at uk. Now, um, let's just slow things down a little bit because um, something came up last week that... Um, really got to me. I was I didn't want to do a whole podcast on this because it felt a little bit, I don't know, clickbaity. I didn't want to do that. But I did want to mention it and um and do just a little bit of a tribute. I don't know. Um sure. This will make this will make this will help. Um Boise, John Chalice, he's been, he was on the show a good few years ago. And I met him at Tatum. I was really nervous. It was quite early days of the podcast. And, you know, we had, we'd had some people, but, you know, Boise, isn't it? I was really nervous. I spent a week at Tatton and spent the first three days being scared to go and speak to him. And when I did, he was the nicest guy ever. And I wanted um, today to put him on the show once more. And so I know we've got new listeners uh, to this podcast. Thanks very much for joining us. And some of you old listeners would have heard this before as well. But um, I thought we would replay the interview. It's about 10 minutes long. Um, so I hope you don't mind. But um, yeah. Cha, 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 cha. The garden shit cha. Cha 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 cha. So, John, uh, thank you for coming on the podcast. It's a pleasure. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about your garden because you are, you're at quite a few garden shows this year, and I don't think many people would think that you're in garden. No, no, I suppose I wouldn't. Um, I sort of got interested in gardening. Um, first time I had a garden, well, a bit of a garden in uh, Battersea in London. Um, and I sort of started trying to grow things, uh, not very successfully, of course. Uh, but then I, you know, if I had a patch of ground, I'd try and go around and got an allotment, tried to grow some vegetables. Uh, but then I got terribly busy, so, um, uh, so then I couldn't do enough on the allotment. And then I uh, strangely opened a garden centre with some... Uh, 
some ageing reprobate in south uh, southwest London where I was living because there was a lot of gaps between um, you know acting jobs as usual so uh, wanted to do something else opened a gun so I sort of started learning quite a lot of things about it and became fascinated by it and and then uh, when I got my own um, garden uh, in London quite a big garden actually I had a ground floor flat but quite a big garden and I started sort of experimenting with stuff and some of it was uh, very successful and some of it was a hopeless failure <laughs> um, and uh, and then uh, I met uh, my wife uh, Carol and we, we found we had a a nice decent garden in um, still in southwest London you know which is where I've lived most of my life and um, and Carol's very good in design of gardens and so on so that that was a sort of a step up you know I started growing courgettes and things uh, in amongst the flowers but pretty soon the garden was sort of full up with stuff and um, living under a flight path um, as we are here only this one was Heathrow more and more planes and uh, we decided it was time to move from London and needed a bit of space to create, to really create a proper garden you know. um, and about 20, 21 years ago now we, we moved to uh, Herefordshire found an ancient property with uh, about five acres no garden at all and uh, we created this uh, this garden uh, made a lot of mistakes <laughs> but uh, but uh, we were looking for a sort of romantic type garden growing lots of roses and lots of clematis and so on um, and, uh, and it's done very well it's, it's featured on the Chelsea Flower Show quite a few television companies have uh, done a bit on it and we've now written a book about it uh, called Wigmore Abbey, The Treasure of Mortimer. Because the abbey, yeah, the, the ancient abbey we, uh, um, uh, we live around is, uh, was, for, was founded by the Mortimer family, came over with William the Conqueror, hence the treasure of Mortimer. So this garden is the treasure of Mortimer. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we... You know, we we come to shows like this at um, at Tatton Park, so we've got a, a tenuous link with gardening, and uh, and so so people are very interested in the book, reading about the history of the, of the place and so on, and we're very proud of it. But of course, now we're a, a bit older, we don't have the energy we had, so now we're wondering how the hell we keep control of it. You know, because it's, it's got pretty rampant, I have to say. But it's a it's a wonderful sight this time of year. How big is it? Well, uh, we've, we've got five acres altogether, but, but only about an, hour, an acre and a half is cultivated. Right. So um, the rest of it is sort of ancient pasture and so on. It's a very old part of the world. It's over 800 years old, the building. Um, so uh, so we're, ho- well, we're hoping that it'll continue and uh, live for another 800 years and uh, someone will look after the garden for us. <laughs> was it even like a bit of a state when you first got there? Well, there was nothing there at all. It was... Uh, it was pretty neglected. Um, the previous incumbent uh, sort of run into financial trouble, I think, um, and also sort of marital problems. So he'd sort of given up. And the, the meadow, the pasture had sort of crept through right up to the um, up to the French windows. It was actually growing inside the house in a lot of uh, places. And uh, the wildlife were sitting in the lounge watching television. <laughs> reading newspapers you know so we had to push it back and it looked a bit sort of naked right for a long time 
but then of course then you have to reproduce it and sort of bring it back and yeah. uh, so uh, so that's what we've been doing for 20 years how long did you ever come to Gone said only only last only last about a year because my uh, my so-called partner did, um, did a runner oh. and left me with the debt that we owed to the bank, which of course I hadn't got. So um, so that was a bit of a crisis. But that was back in the seventies. Right. So uh, things have improved a bit um, since then. Still kept your passion anyway. Oh yes. Now I get, we've been to see lots and lots of uh, gardens, lots of historic houses, and wonderful gardens. And you know you, you pick up ideas and uh, make your own version of them. So it's been quite quite an experience, really. Do you ever like open your garden up, like open gardens, show people around? No, not now. We have done we have done for about twenty years. Um, uh, had a lot of um, architectural groups, garden groups, historical groups, and so on there. But um, we've uh, we still get we still got the old groups around. I mean, the Mortimer History Society fact is very local you know and I'm a patron of that and uh, they're coming around about 150 people I think so it's sort of open but for specialized people because uh, opening generally to the public is a, is a bit of a bit of a problem we have a bit of a problem with elf and safety because yeah. it's a medieval house you know the ground is very uneven it's dark you know inside the house is pretty dark um, we don't want to put fluorescent strip lighting in it you know to and also they're talking about fire escapes and you're thinking, what? What, a medieval fire escape? You know, it's just hopeless. So um, so we're having a bit of a rethink on all that. But uh, anyway, um, you know, so people come and see it. You know, people come and see it through English Heritage, sort of walk around the outside of it. You know, um, the ruined bit, which is on somebody on a farmer's land, which is separate from us, it's not entirely um, ideal because... We live surrounded by a farm, and it's been sold off, sort of piecemeal bits of it over the centuries, and uh, some of it belongs to us, and some of it doesn't. So, so it's quite difficult to um, to organise anybody coming to see the uh, the environs. You know, a big supporter of like hedgehogs. Supporter of hedgehogs, yes, 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 yes. I, I got involved because. Uh, there was going to be a mass slaughter of hedgehogs on South East. That's one of those islands um, off the top of Scotland, uh, because they were eating all the birds' eggs and so on. So, and, and I sort of got involved. In it and I said, "This is ridiculous because we're losing hedgehogs hand over fist in England. So why don't we transport the hedgehogs from there down here? You know, we can give them little passports and things like that. You know, and um, and that's what happened. We got a few people together and." Uh, and we got all, we got them all saved and uh, put around um, sort of suitable places in, in England. Since then, I've become uh, sort of a patron of the British Hedgehog Preservation Society, which um, which needs a lot of support because they're practically an endangered species, which I can't believe. Uh, loss of habitat, different sort of uh, farming techniques, and so on. But also. Um, people don't really know about them because they're nocturnal you don't see them that often and um, and everybody can help in their garden by uh, not having it too tidy little piles of logs or or leaves you know which they, which they like um, snuffling about in and also to uh, to allow them to travel because they like to travel sometimes a mile a night but they need to be able to travel through people's gardens and you can have a little hedgehog 
hedgehog archway you can put in your garden or just, just cut a hole in the fence. A lot of people say, oh, I never see a hedgehog, and uh, they've got a fence all around their garden. Yeah. That's why they can't get in. So people don't necessarily know that they like to travel, so they're trying to spread all that sort of information and the sort of food they like. People tend to put down sources of milk and so on, which is not very good for them, but they don't mind cat food. Mind you, what the cats eat, I don't know after that, you know. It's very, very difficult balancing this wildlife thing, but it's something we wanted to do in the garden that we created at uh, Wigmore, was to encourage as much wildlife as we can as many bees and birds and butterflies you know. and uh, we certainly succeeded in that I think there we go everyone uh, John Chase thanks for listening to that I hope you enjoyed it but uh, I thought I'd add it into this podcast um, for you guys I hope you enjoyed that so uh, right let's move uh, back into Chelsea everyone and uh, we're really getting around the showground really getting around it. Uh, once you've been down uh, that other side, once you've done the full circle of the floral marquee, you're then going to head uh, into the artisan gardens. Uh, so let's have a little look at them. Uh, you know, there's gardens for everyone there, right? And maybe just for me, the artisan gardens would just, I don't know. Not for me this year. Nothing massively stood out down there. In fact, I don't know. One of them did. Right, that's a lie. One of them did. But I, it was a bit messy, I think, perhaps. I think I, I stood there for a little bit looking at it. Colourful, but messy, uh, as, as the computer systems decide to, to crash on me. The Artisan Gardens... I don't know. Perhaps a bit like the show garden. And again, I don't want to take anything away because, you know, gardening is art at the end of the day. And it's, it's art is in the eye of the beholder, as they, as they say. But for me, nothing massively stood out. The Pop Street Garden, uh, colourful. I felt messy. I felt like it was a little bit messy. Um, the Blue Diamond Forge Garden, nice. Again, a little bit. Is it a garden? Maybe you could say a little bit, but it's a little bit on that canal boat journey. Was it a garden? I don't know. Mm, I'll probably say not. More of a set. More of a set, if I'm honest with you. More like a scene, like a scenery than a garden, which I'm not a fan of. If if I'm if I'm totally honest with you, for some me people, it's great. Don't get me wrong, as I said earlier, it's amazing to be able to see that they've built this. It's a show, guys. It's not in a real thing. It's happened over a couple of weeks. It's going to be disappeared in, in the next couple of weeks. We've gone. That's impressive in itself. But is it something that I'm going to take away and have an idea from? Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, the guide dog one, again, great story behind it. Am I going to remember it in a few years' time? I don't think so. Um, so, so I was a little bit disappointed going down that way um, for the artisan ones. For everyone, there's going to be something different, and and that's the one of the reasons that I love shows. That's one of the reasons I love it is because for everyone, there's going to be something great. For me, it's worth going to it. 
for the gardens that I've talked about before. It's, it's amazing for that because it's given me inspiration. It's given me ideas that I can take away. Not every garden is going to give you that idea. Not everyone is going to say, yeah, I went to every single garden and got an amazing idea. doesn't mean it's bad. It just means that I felt like I didn't get much from it. The artisan ones were like that. Um, but as we come up, there was, and I don't know what they're called, and so I apologize for that. They were like houseplant rooms, I think. The best one was the green room. My favorite, and Gemma Collins, apparently, on social media, uh, our, our favorite um, out of them. So colorful. Popping with color. Popping. I'll try and find it while I'm talking about it. It's just an amazing space. A little bit because, um, like I say, we don't just have to have these boxes in our back garden that we're going to call an office. We don't just have to have that. We can do something more. Is this is this it? Here we go. Yeah. The houseplant studios. We can do more with houseplants and plants and jazz it. I love jazzing. I love jazzing. The others were great. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some great ones. A great one with a bathroom in it. I really like that. Um, but the one that I love the most, so far as you know how great, the green room. I mean, just look at it. You can't see it, I know. But just fluorescent, lighting, colour. At one point, there was uh, someone from Drag Race, never seen the programme, but DJing and, and the drag gardener was there dancing and some disco, but it was pretty crazy. It was pretty <laughs> crazy, everyone. Um, wasn't Didn't feel very... Uh, did it get gold medal? It did. Of course it did. You got cool as a buzz. That's what I'm talking about. I love Chelsea and things like this, like the green room and the other things that shout a little bit. I love. And I feel like if you do a show going, you've got to shout about it. And, you know, you know, they definitely did that. They definitely stood out from the crowd. You definitely go home and remember this. It's definitely worth going to check that these these out. And they're just on the way up, just away from the artisan gardens. You're coming back through. Um, is the the plant studios? I really liked them. Now, where's that one with the bathtub? It's not on here. Oh, here it is. Yeah, here we go. The green bathroom retreat. Amazing. I've got a pink bathroom now, and I thought I need my bathroom to look like this. It's, it's awesome. Uh, really great. Um, so I love that. I love that addition. House plants, uh, obviously making a big thing in uh in chelsea uh this year walk on through oh guys you couldn't see it oh no hang on sorry sorry if you're listening i just need to show you you guys can't see it on the on the screen it's really great can you see it i'll carry on talking hopefully i'll be able to show you um how smart's making a big thing as we walk in uh, walk back round that way you can go straight into uh up into the floral marquee and I don't really go into the floor marquee very often um, and talking about it. Uh, and, and usually I'm going to these shows because I'm looking for uh, family ideas, and kids' ideas and, and stuff like that. What can the family take from it? The biggest thing for me this year was obviously outdoor rooms. I think this, this show is busting, busting with ideas. 
for outdoor rooms, outdoor space, obviously outdoor space is a garden show, but having an outdoor office and not just having the desk in a shed. Do you know what I mean? I'm not just having that. So um, that's what I love. Walk through uh, into the uh, the floor marquee, though, this year. Uh, and it was good. It was really, really good. Um, I'm not going to massively go into it because I don't feel like we've got time tonight in tonight's show. But um, the floristry area, area, which I don't usually talk about that much, really inspiring. Dried flowers seems to be the big thing at the moment. A lot of people talking about dried flowers. Uh, and the houseplant area by, I'm not going to say his name, Daniel Dominey or something like that. Friend of the show, sure. Um, I think he got an award for it. Unbelievable, I know. Uh, I, I, don't get me wrong, very educational. Not as inspiring as a as a uh, is much more of a I felt like it was a trade display, but good nonetheless. A lot of information, very uh, educational side of that. Uh, over in that top corner is probably where the most of the fun is uh, at the back. There you've got the floristry area, you've got a massive giant pumpkin as well. Really fantastic. I think his name's Ben White. Uh, we chatted to him for a little bit. He's from Molden, just down the road from me. Uh, really fantastic, really great uh, pumpkin. I love a pumpkin. You're not going to be short of pumpkins this year at RHS Chelsea, that's for sure. And great flush area, great um, saving water area. I felt like that could be a bit bigger, uh, where it could have been made more of a thing of that, or just given a bit of space, get away from that houseplant bit. Some amazing veg from the team. Um, I can't remember the team that make them, but amazing veg grown. Uh, which was impressive. Great pumpkin carving. Crikey, we've got some pumpkin carving due sometime soon. Uh, I was, you know, uh, what else was there? Some amazing tomatoes. I saw some tomatoes. I saw Mark Picanio making some tomato ju- juice or something, some sort of cocktail, uh, which was good. Uh, and yeah, the usual, usual lot. A little bit spark, a little bit more space in there, which is probably a good thing because of COVID probably giving it a little bit more space in there, which was nice. Um, and obviously the usual growers in there, that not all of them that you'd usually get, but um, at least the ones that uh, can give you some great information. And the RHS plant desk uh, as well, which they'll help, uh, advice desk, which they'll help with advice, which was really good as well to have that there. Um, so that was the floor monkey. Back out the other side, get a little bit of food if you want, and then come back around, do a little bit of shopping. A lot of effort have gone into them shops. Oh, I forgot to mention as well. If you come before you leave that M and G show, gone, leave it. But <laughs> but as you come through and you're going to go down the artisan cars, I've got to give this a shout out. Um, friend of the show, uh, Kirsty Ward. You'll see her on Instagram, my little allotment. If you before you go up there, head towards left, right. Um, what are they called? Muck and boot, I think. Um, I've got an amazing display where she's been doing uh, bits there it's for Save the Bees um, and obviously Kirsty and everything she does there. I don't know if she's going to be there all week, but go and check it out. It's an amazing garden. It's got five stars. It's a big up, Kirsty and the team there. I know all the hard work that went into that. Um, support. Support your social media crew, everyone. Uh, we're all rocking out here, um, giving it our very best. So, uh, yeah, go check it out. Big up my little allotment um, for uh, your display. And hey, um, now I'm going to get this wrong. The Garden Press, no, Rose Press Garden. 
Really great display as well. You might have seen her on social media. And I uh, I met her. I felt really rude. I, think, I was like, oh, hi. And she goes, I follow you. I was like, oh, I'm really sorry. I don't really follow people on social now. But um, amazing display. I hope you have a great week. If you're watching this, I hope you have, or listening, I hope you have an amazing week. Uh, it's really nice to meet you. Uh, and I hope you have a great time at Chelsea, your first one. Um, but loads of the great ones down there, uh, all willing to give you help, advice, and sell you some amazing stuff. Uh, that is what Chelsea's good at as well, which I really like. Um, and one of the things I also like about Chelsea is you can order it, it gets delivered. They have to take it back on the tube. That's quite handy. <laughs> That's good, right? Um, and if you're going on Sunday, good luck uh, with the plant sell-off, everyone. Uh, good luck with that. So, yeah, an amazing day in total. And people keep asking me, and I've seen this a lot, oh, Chelsea, and I've been one of those people, oh, Chelsea, oh, it's full of the elite and uh, champagne drinkers and people in suits. And, and, and yes, it is. And I'm very quick, or have been before, to lay in to the world of Chelsea and the RHS. Had they not have already done um, Hampton, Tatton, uh, Cardiff and Chatsworth, if, if they come back. If those weren't there, we'd all have the right to go, you know, elite. But let's be clear. Um, oi, oi, let's be clear. They, we've got them. For, you know, for me, I love Chelsea. Because I feel like, uh, you know, a bit weird. Uh, I like it. Would I pay £83? Yeah, I'd pay 83 quid to get in something like that. Um, I'd save up. Don't get me wrong, I wouldn't go every year. Um, but as something to do in your life, I'd go. It's a special thing to be able to do. And I know, you know, it's, it is pricey. £83. It's not like just, oh, I'll just whip out 83 quid. Yeah, I definitely will go to it. But as something special to experience, would I go to Chelsea? Yeah, 100%. But if you can't, there are them other shows. I'm moaning about the balcony gardens, that they should be smaller. But it is Chelsea. Some of the people that go there do live in three to four million pound flats with balconies like that. They might not go to Hampton, probably do as well. So the RHS are catering for everyone and they ain't making no secret that Chelsea is a bit, well, posh, innit? Do you know what I mean? Like, just because I went, I snuck through the back doors. Doesn't mean it ain't posh. It is. It's champagne drinking. Press day. I didn't drink any champagne, obviously. Don't know what the non-alcoholic uh, menu was like. <laughs> but, um, you know, a lot of champagne going about. So, yeah, there is that to it. But if I got the chance, if I could save the money to go to a RHS Chelsea day, would I do it? 100%. Like, this year, would I go to this one? Yeah. There's a lot of inspiration. And, and tonight, I've just talked about uh, what's inspired me. Some of them, I've like, ah. Nah, not good. Don't like them. You might turn around and go, well, actually, really fantastic. Like, I've got so much from that. Just that's my own opinion. Do you know what I mean? Um, so my top five, everyone, 
um, on tonight's show. Well, should I say my top five? Or should we have a bit of Ask Olive? It's not got an intro yet. If that new, let's have a bit of Ask Olive. Welcome to a new part of the podcast called Ask Olive, where we ask my six-year-old daughter, Olive. Hello. Different gardening questions. And this week's gardening question is, Olive, what is the RHS Chelsea Flower Show? It's about lots of flowers and gardens. And what you can look at the gardens. Yes, true. And maybe there's flowers that are really big and long and you can like maybe there's a like a bit where you can look at all the flowers there and like like look at all the flowers and and then and you can see what their names are. Yeah, oh yeah, see the different plant names. Yeah, their names, so you might not know their names, and you, you can see what their names are. What do you think everyone will be wearing at, at Chelsea? Where? At, at the flower show, what do you think they'll wear? Um, flowers on them? A lot of flowers. Maybe... They might have their garden, like not their garden, but someone's garden on there. Do you think kids go to it? Sometimes. Mm. Would you like to go to it? Mm. I don't really know what it's like. Yeah. I don't know if it's just only for adults. Is it only for adults? It is only for adults, yeah. Why? It's like Hampton Court. Why? Mm. I don't know. Sue Peaks. Why? You ask her. What? Ask Sue Peaks why. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Anything else you want to say about the Chelsea Flower Show? No. (laughs) Olive, until next week, Mm -hmm. thanks for being part of Ask Olive. Bye. Bye. Ask Olive there, everyone. Uh, each week, uh, we'll be asking Olive a different garden question. If you've got a garden question, put it into the comments now, and I'll ask Olive next week for the show. <laughs> That's what she thought of RHS Chelsea. She's never been. Sue Biggs. Hey, here we go. Sue Biggs. I'm talking to you. Yeah, hello. Hiya, it's me, Lee. Interviewed you one. Don't matter. I just thought I'd ask my six year old daughter. Would love to come to Chelsea. Next May, is it all right if she comes on press day with me? Because it'd be awesome. She'd love to meet. Well, if Mr. Tum, if you could get Mr. Tumble to come as well, that'd be fantastic. I don't know if she likes Mr. Tumble anymore. I'll let you know who she likes. My point is, if you're watching this, she'd love a ticket for next year. So I'd like to come too, obviously. So if that's possible, that'd be great. I don't know. You know, it's not really a kid's show. I get it. Um, but that's what I live for about RHS Chelsea, everyone. Um, right, let's go. Uh, let's end today's show. Um, it's a long one this week, I know. Thanks for listening. Uh, with my top five, the top five for me has to be uh, 
for me, the balcony gardens, great concept. Maybe, I don't know, that's just me. I'm thinking it should be a little bit smaller. But great concept and some great ideas for small space garden, which I really, really love. Uh, then the green room, a fantastic, vibrant um, uh, plant studio. Do you know what I mean? Like, really great idea. The outdoor office doesn't just have to be a shed. They're proving it. Them little plant studios, uh, house plant studios. I love them so much. Some fantastic inspiration. Uh, surprisingly, some of you might be surprised by this. Uh, number three, um, the dried flowers, the, the floristry area. Maybe because I've not massively looked at that before uh, at uh, Chelsea. But amazing stuff going on there. Some real art. Um, at number four has to be that one show garden. Really inspiring. Some amazing woodwork going on there. Some amazing design of gardening. Uh, and something that just flows really nice. I really feel like I could pick a lot from that uh, for my future ideas. Uh, and then finally, uh, on that sanctuary gardens, then ones just before the balcony gardens, has to be uh, the NHS garden. That one with what I call a pergola with a water feature coming down of it. Something real special. Again, I took a lot from that. And probably, and I'm going to say this, you might disagree if you go to the show, the most colourful show garden this year. Again, that could be because of the month we've got it in, September. By the way, I want it to go back to May. I'm one of those people. I don't. I'm not one of those guys that say, "Oh, I quite like it in September." I get to wear or not. I wish I had this coat. Oh, I got to wear a nice coat. Nah, bring it back in May and don't change it. Don't alienate it. I like it in May. Let's leave it there. Um, those, everyone, are my top five things to go and see at Chelsea this year. Another fantastic year of a show that um, is changing. I feel it. I feel there's a change in Chelsea. I feel it. And uh, I saw it. And the people that are going, you know, there's definitely a turn, a tide. A, a, what is it? A, a turn of the tide of gardening. Um, maybe the pandemic's brought that along. Maybe we've got a whole host of new uh, awesome gardeners that want to experience Chelsea experience, uh, the gardening world. And that's brilliant. Yeah. That, everyone, thanks so much for listening. Is my whew, my big review. I know, right? I feel like I've, I've that was a, no wonder we had no phone calls tonight. It would be about a five hour show. Um, that is my big review of RHS Chelsea 20. 21 i'd love to know what you think put it into the comments drop me a message on instagram drop me an email if you're one of the designers i apologize to you guys because i know the work that you do the, the build team do i get it uh, it's just what i feel like i'm defending myself a lot in this episode but i just want to make it clear that i understand the work that goes into it i don't want to poo poo on that because i think you do an amazing job um Thank you to you guys for listening. If you listen on the podcast, thanks so much. Make sure you rate and review five stars only. We do record every Thursday at 7 p.m. And next week, you can phone in. If you're coming to Malvern this week, I'd love to see you. Please come and say hello. I'm on stage at 12 p.m. every single 
Saturday and Sunday. Um, plus I'm in the family green area. That'll be great. I'll let you know how I got on next week on the show. Um, but for now, everyone, that's it. Thanks so much for listening. You've been great. That's been Chelsea. And I've been Lee Conley. Much love. You're beaming positivity and radiance. You look amazing, mate. <gasps> what just happened? Hey, mate. Or, right? I love singing, all right? So I could be a singer, you could be a back and dancer, band. Oh, my God. Oh, I know this. Oh, guys. Right. Oh, my God. Oh. Right, we're just going to have to go off script for a second. Absolutely idiot proof. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, Danny! Forget it. Get out of here. That was unexpected.